Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com/fine. Visit IXL.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com/fine. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Woohoo! Jolenta, before we start, we have to remind everybody, we are only a week and a half away mm-hmm. from our live Philly show at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Exactly. And what will this live show include? dramatic readings from some of the best celebrity self-help books out there. Think How to Be Famous by Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt, those types of amazing books. We'll also be prescribing books to public figures who we think maybe need some help. And we'll be reading some of the very worst reviews we've gotten from listeners. It's going to be awesome. So if you want to find out more, go to phillypodfest.com slash schedule and join us July 16th at the festival 3.30 p.m., the Trocadero Balcony Bar. Come see our show. Again, for tickets and info, it's phillypodfest.com slash schedule. See you there. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. It's a very exciting day. Why? You know why it is. It's because I got to choose the book that we're talking about. And for the first time ever, it's a very logical book. Boo, no logic. Yes, yes. Wait, are you going to tell me that the secret power of the universe isn't logical, that the magic of tidying up has not been logical? Please. Obviously, none of that's logical. Today, though, we are going to be doing something scientific, tapping into the powers of our brains, mastering our memories and comprehension, learning how to remember anything. That sounds like so much work. Maybe or maybe not. It could be as simple as living by the rules of the classic bestseller, The Memory Book. Well, I guess we're about to find out because I'm Jolanta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book. Your life is going down the drain. You're in so much pain, so you need some help. Ooh, yeah, some self-help. By the book. By the book. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. 
Today, our book is The Memory Book, the best-selling 1974 classic by Harry Lorraine and Jerry Lucas that promises to improve your memory at work, school, and at play. When it was first published, it spent over 50 weeks at the top of the New York Times bestseller list, and since then, it's sold over 2 million copies. Both Harry Lorraine and Jerry Lucas are memory experts, though Harry was the first to gain notoriety mostly for his gazillion TV appearances. Ed Sullivan, Jack Parr, The Today Show, Good Morning America, name a talk show in the past 50 years, he's been on it. Johnny Carson loved Harry so much, he invited him back to The Tonight Show 24 times. His most famous trick? Memorizing the names of up to 1,500 people in a studio audience. Starting from here, that's Miss Moss, Mr. Hughes, Miss Sprague, Miss Zamost. Did I say that right? I think I said it better than you do. Okay, right over here, it's Miss Otto. Jerry Lucas is a different story. Before the memory book was published, he was a basketball player with the New York Knicks, a former Olympian, and a self-trained memory master. Jerry was a huge fan of Harry's. He reached out to Harry to talk about their shared love of memorization and the fact that both consider memorization central to all learning. And from their conversations came the memory book. Forty-plus years later, Harry and Jerry are still two of the most respected memory experts and educators in the business. Jerry goes by the name Dr. Memory. Time magazine calls Harry the Yoda of memory training. And the memory book is still selling like hotcakes. But what do these two know about memory training that the other experts don't? It all comes down to what they call original awareness. Original awareness is the connecting of two things. First, observation. And second, association. In other words, observe something closely that you want to remember, then associate it to things you already know. And here's how they say you do it. Step one, the linking system. Linking is for memorizing lists. You come up with a crazy picture in your mind for each item on the list and then relate it to the next item on the list. So, if my first two list items are candle and dog, to remember candle, I'd imagine a giant candle in the shape of my dog. If my third item is a shoe, I picture the dog sitting in a giant shoe. Do this with a list of 10 items, then make longer lists, have your friends make lists, go list crazy. Step two, practice substitute words. The substitute word system helps you remember words that don't have an obvious visual equivalent. For example, the word Alabama is a state, but what does a state look like? It's not as easy to picture as a dog or a candle or a shoe. So instead, use a substitute word that sounds like Alabama that you can visualize. For example, a record album. A record album sounds kind of like Alabama, right? Album, Alabama. As a way of practicing, do this for all the states in the union. Step three, practice linking and substitute words together. To do this, let's take all the states in the union and name them in alphabetical order. You can do this by picturing that record album for Alabama, then linking it to a word you associate with Alaska, perhaps a baked Alaska dessert. You might picture a gigantic album serving baked Alaska to other albums. Move on to Arizona and the rest of the states until you feel you've mastered substituting and linking together. Step four, apply substitution and linking to bigger tasks like memorizing names and faces and even learning foreign languages. For names and faces, come up with a word that sounds similar to a name. For example, the name Matt might remind you of a doormat. Now, find Matt's most prominent facial feature and link that to the doormat. Maybe you see a doormat on Matt's giant chin. Voila! And for foreign languages, use the substitute words tactic. For example, in Spanish, the word for bag is bolsa. 
To remember that, you might picture a large piece of balsa wood carrying a handbag. Aww. Step five, memorize numbers. To do this final step, you'll learn to link phonetic sounds to the numbers zero through nine. The book has a whole key for you to memorize. Once you have the key down, you can sound out words from any series of numbers, big or small. And memorizing words is easier than memorizing numbers because words can be turned into those ridiculous images and linked, thus easy to remember. That's what the book says. And so that's what we did for two weeks straight. Kristen, I have got to hear about your first week living by the super logical rules of the memory book. So I was pretty excited about this book in case it's not already obvious because I thought it might bring me back to my former glory days of being a memory superstar. Wait, what do you mean? So as a kid, my teachers thought I had a photographic memory. Even as a preschooler, I could memorize 20 phone numbers in a day and whole pages of the encyclopedia. But obviously, blame my cell phone or my age, I no longer have those skills. None of us have those skills anymore. So I started off with a linking system where I made a list of words, then made up ridiculous pictures linking the first and second word, and then another ridiculous picture linking the second and third word, and so on, until I could remember each word in order. Here's my first attempt with my colleague Andrea actually reading me a list and then me reciting it back to her. Horse. Handbag. Spaghetti. Glasses, skyscraper, orange, bowling ball, window, lava lamp, car, socks, Christmas, mountain. All right. Now I'm turning my back to the list. Um, and I'm going to start it. Horse, handbag, spaghetti, glasses, skyscraper, orange, bowling ball, windows, lava lamp, car, socks, Christmas mountain. It's window singular. Oh! <laughs> oh, God. Is that now? Do you still get credit? Oh, God. <laughs> but I got them. Yeah, you did. You got them all. Okay, all right. So, as you can hear, I had it pretty much down early on. Yeah. And I kept practicing and practicing, first with my lists and then with other people making the lists. And after I felt I could handle the linking, I moved on to substitution, you know, thinking of visually rich words that sound like other words. Minnesota, my home state, sounds like miniature soda to some people, Minnesota. And eventually I did linking and substitution together. I followed the assignment in the book, the one where you name all the states in the U.S. in alphabetical order. Here I am with my husband, Dean, trying to do that. Here, I'll, I'll get partway through the states in alphabetical order, but I'm using my substitute words instead, where I'm linking them. Wait, why? I mean, I already know all the states in alphabetical order, but it's yeah. supposed to be an exercise. So a lab coat asks a reason how to get to the arc so it can make a call on a colored phone, tries to connect, but there's a delay. Then it flows. George picks up and says, hi-ho. The noise in indie music was can-can, but then Louis Armstrong. <laughs> this seems so useful. <laughs> what the fuck was that? that? That was me reciting the states. <laughs> like, I can't look at you right now. 
<laughs> no, because lab coat sounds like Alabama. Ask lab sounds coat? like Alaska. Raisin sounds like Arizona. Ark sounds like Arkansas. I don't you know, Kristen. I do not know. Anyone else listening would just think you were telling a horrible story about the sad adventures of a lab coat. Yes, yes. I, I think they're pretty great adventures. But my question is, did it help you? Were these exercises in week one setting you up to be a memory genius in week two? Now's not the time for that. Let's hear about your week one, Dolenta. Here's the thing. I don't really need this book, Kristen. Oh, really? You don't need this book? You just don't want to do this book. (laughs) No, no. I mean, I'm no memory savant like baby Kristen, but I do have a really good memory. Just listen to my husband, Brad. Bradley. Yes. Uh, Do I have a good memory? (laughs) Yes. What? Can you elaborate? It's too good. It's too good? Like, you recall stuff that I don't recall ever happening, and then you hold it against me. But your memory is also so good that you could get away with just making stuff up. And that's very frustrating. So when we get into a conversation, Uh when we get into a like just today, you got mad at me for saying I should take your bike out. And you were like, well, be careful with it. And I was like, of course I'll be careful with it. You were like, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And I was like, what? No, I'll be careful. You're like, you got, you ran over something with it last time. My dad said so. You crashed on a bridge. I crashed on a bridge. My dad said you got, you like fell down on the bridge. So I don't remember this. And when would this be? Would this be two, three years ago when your parents were last riding bikes with me? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't remember that. There you have it. I have an exceptional memory. Oh, my God. And Brad's <laughs> memory sucks. Oh, he's like the actual worst. He's like a sieve. <laughs> but hold on. If your memory's so good, why did you even agree to do this book, Tolenta? Well, Kristen, even Dolly Parton does vocal warm-ups. Oh, I love, you know. Oh, you're mean. You just softened yep. my heart by I mentioning know, Dolly when she does not belong in this conversation. You know, even pros got to put in the work. So I started linking. I memorized a list of 10 random things in my living room and I showed Brad and the linking method really did seem to blow his mind. How did you do that? I like imagine something weird like linking each one. What linked like, fish to Barbara Walters? I imagine Barbara Walters riding on a giant koi fish. <laughs> what made that go to flowers? Then I imagine Barbara Walters like in um Oh, American Beauty. American Beauty. I imagine her like an American Beauty when like the flowers come out oh. of her chest. Way to play along, Jolenta, you and your perfect memory. Yeah. Even it though worked. you don't need it. Yeah. Yep. Did it right away. Ain't no thing. But Kristen, I had a problem. Yes. I was so bored. Well, because everything's so easy. I was for so you. bored. It just came so easy. I got bored. And wah, I wah, hated wah. this book. After the linking... Gosh, I don't know what that feels like ever on this whole show. It's just... (laughs) It's hard being on the other side, Kristen. Your job is hard. (laughs) Being the person who doesn't like it and doing it, like, ew. That's me every week. Why do you do this show? (laughs) Because I love you. Wow. Shit. I'm here to keep you from going off the deep end. I know. And this time I'm here to help you elevate your brain to a higher plane. Ugh, gross. Well, I decided to rant to Brad about how much I hated this book. I don't know. If I was in school, maybe I would like be way more into this. I just, what yeah. do I need to memorize? Nothing. Like phone numbers. I should know your phone number. But you don't know my phone number. Not since it changed. The six. I changed it like six months ago. 
That's no, it's three, four, seven. You don't even have the area code right. That's nothing. That's not a number we have. I don't know. Okay, so I'm not perfect. Clearly, and Brad may have found a memory blind spot uh, where his phone number should be. So, what did you do? Did you keep on doing the book then after this? Did you continue reading and get to the chapter where you learn about numbers? Uh, I, I did keep reading. But no, I'm, you didn't. Look at that. I'm Look at his face. Oh, my God. You didn't read it. Did I skipped you? around. I skipped around. Oh, my God. I skipped no, around God. in the book. Okay? You are the worst. I did it. It's not like I cheated. I just jumped around. Like, I'm so gifted in memorization. I was like, oh let's just God. jump to where I need to work. I take it then when you skipped around, you learned how to memorize Brad's phone number finally? Yes, I did. Listen. <laughs> I think I know your phone number. Oh, really? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. It is three, four, seven. Um, um, three, nine. Did I get it? Yes. I did? (laughs) Yeah, you did it. Yay! I know your phone number. I'm not fast at it yet, but I know it. Good job. I could tell it to someone. I know. Please don't tell it to your podcast audience. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll have to bleep it, bleep it all out. Yeah. We can keep the area code. Yeah. But I did it, right? You did it. Yeah. No, if you're listening and you just bleeped this out, uh, just know that Jolenta took about 30 to 40 seconds but she nailed that phone number and now you can call me in case of an emergency or something yeah good job thanks wow listen to that sense of accomplishment in your voice and listen to the joy that brad has the book is working i mean it worked i know brad's phone number now but as you can hear and as brad noted it took me like a full minute to say that phone number. Yeah, full minute. But before, you did not have any phone number at all. You were, you that's were true. Like making up random no, numbers No, I was before. making up like random area codes even. True. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I do wonder if I would have just sat down like a normal person and memorized the actual number. Could I rattle it off faster? Who knows? So <clears throat> you, obviously, this is only week one. Right. We had to keep going for two weeks. Right. That's the rules of the show. Exactly. So how did you decide to move forward with this since you pretty much skipped all the book? I did <laughs> Skip it all. I just jumped around to where I needed help. Uh, So here's what I did. At the end of week one, I was like, Kristen's going to be so mad at me because I'm just like fucking around with this book. (laughs) so bad. I know. So I'm like, I'm going to rack my brain to think of where in my actual life can I benefit from this book, not just memorizing lists and like thinking of things that sound like the word Alabama. (laughs) And it hit me. What hit you? Well, we'll get into that in week two, Kristen. Hold your horses. Do you ever find yourself wading through your newsfeed on Facebook or Twitter, wishing you could just call someone up and ask, what do I really need to pay attention to here? Well, what if you could? I'm Mary Harris, the host of What Next, Slate's new daily news podcast. And every weekday morning, I'm going to be on call for you, taking you inside one story, going deep behind the headlines. 
What Next is news you're not going to get just scrolling through your phone. To listen, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Let's get to your week two, Kristen. What happened? All right. So week two was obviously going to be a heavier lift. Week one was essentially party tricks, you know, writing a story about my lab coat, going on an adventure on an arc and all that good stuff. But week two was actually where I was trying to apply the book to practical real life situations. So I started by using the linking and substitution systems to learn a foreign language. As you know, Dean and I are going to New Zealand in a few weeks to visit his family. It's going to be my first time visiting, and I thought it would be fun to learn some of the local vocabulary. First of all, Kristen, I love you and Dean both, but you know local vocabulary is all in English in New Zealand, (laughs) right? (laughs) But they use some of the words differently. They have different colloquialisms and so on. And so I asked Dean to walk me through some of the vocabulary and tried to use linking and substitution to master these other words. Sheila means girl. Sheila means girl. So the only thing that sounds similar to me is Gila, which is the cell strand that's used to cure all the cancers. Henrietta Lacks, the Gila cells. So I have to picture um, those cells, I guess, with a dress on, like they're a female. That doesn't, well, I mean, it's an awfully complicated word. Like way to remember the word Sheila. She isn't a girl. She, Sheila. <laughs> that, makes, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. <laughs> okay, I'm trying. Maybe you're taking this a wee bit too far. Okay, okay, okay. All right. What's another word? Well, in New Zealand, we don't go hiking. We go tramping. Tramping, tramping. So tramping sounds like trampoline. So I have to picture a trampoline climbing a hill. All right. Now teach me another word. Well, far now. Far now? Far now. No R. Um, Hold on, how do you spell it? Far now. W-H-A-N-A-U. What What does that mean? Family. Far now? Yeah, we're far, we're far now, honey. Hold on, like, you no. know how there's, like, fish and fauna? I guess. So, I guess I'll picture some... Birds all sitting around the dinner table because they're a family fauna. So I'm going to use them all in a sentence now. Okay. Sheila was tramping with her fauna. Mm, close. Did I use any of the... I pronounced them all wrong, you right? Sheila and tramping, okay. But far now. Far now. Fauna, which is what you said. Far now. Far now. No R. No, No. far now. No, far now. (laughs) Far now. Okay. All right. Far now. Kristen, (laughs) that was awful. Yes. That was was like pulling teeth. I'm so sorry. You're a crazy person and your brain makes no sense to me. (laughs) But I still don't know how to pronounce far now. What the fuck is far now? And then when you spelled it, it made even less sense? Okay, so, there's so, a reason these people are upside down at the bottom end of the world. Like, No, it's not the Kiwi's fault. I love my New Zealand people. The problem is that this substitute word system just does not work for learning foreign languages. And they should not 
be claiming in any way that it works for foreign languages. Not only do you not get the pronunciation right, but then it's so hard to keep the words in the right context. The next day I was trying to think of what tramping meant, and all I could picture was a trampoline. Right. So it, you think that that's their slang for jumping on a trampoline or it, something? It just completely yeah. took the context of right. the word and the meaning away from the word. It, so it, it made the word like super hard to actually apply. Like you can remember how it sounded sort of, but what does it actually mean? Yeah, but I can't even remember how it sounded. You heard that. Right. Far now. But I still don't understand that word. <laughs> okay, so it's not making sense for learning foreign languages. <laughs> I use the word foreign in finger loosely. quotes. <laughs> yeah. How about applying the book to other real life situations? Do you try it? Yeah, so I tried applying the systems to memorizing names and faces. Over the years, my skills with names and faces have gotten a little iffy. But I thought with the memory book, I'm going to conquer this thing. And the perfect opportunity came along because Dean and I were invited to a drunken dinner party and all you can drink 800 trillion bottles of wine and champagne sort of dinner party. And 20 people were going to be there and I did not know any of them. And so I did it. I memorized every name and face. But even better, get a load of this. Two days later, I actually had Dean quiz me again on those names and faces. Here he is doing that. Okay, it's now been more than 48 hours since the drunken dinner party. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm going to see if I can remember the names of everybody at that giant long table. So we're going to go around the table. Okay. On my right-hand side. We have Nadia, Omar, Lindsay, like Lindsay Lohan, her partner Joel, like Billy Joel, Terry, Laura, Mike, who's the only bald one there other than Scott, so he has um, kind of a head like a microphone, Pete, Tracy, Eric, who has the same hairstyle as Eric Trump, Sinjin, Kelly, Susie, Michael, Scott, Lauren, Craig, Tori, and then Renee, obviously, she was like a ray of sunshine. She doesn't stop smiling. And then... There was you sitting to my left. So is that everybody at the dinner table? Oh, honey. (laughs) Is that everybody at the table? That is everybody at the table. And that was after I drank a whole bottle of champagne. That's true. And it's been more than 48 hours since the party, and I still remember. That's very true. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I did a pretty good job with that one, I must say. But... I will confess, I wasn't actually doing quite what the book says. Right. I you was know, noticing that a yeah, little bit. Yeah. I wasn't doing the thing where it's like, oh, I mean, Mike with his microphone head, I got That was like straight out of the book. But everybody else, it was just a celebrity, pretty right, much. It's right. like, oh, you look exactly like Susie. Susie Susan the Banshees. Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. It's yeah. Like, yeah I'm, so I wasn't doing it quite right. But you did it, and you came up with mnemonic systems, and the book encourages that. So I count it. Thank you. Thank you. I did. I made it through the dinner party. I actually think I was the only one at the dinner party other than the host who actually knew everyone's name. And that's impressive. Yeah. So I was very proud of myself for that. And on top of all of that, I used that weird kind of phonetic alphabet Mm -hmm. system to learn Dean's phone number, which he will not allow me, even with bleeping, to include on the show because he doesn't want a bunch of people calling him. Be secretive. Well, he's the one everyone wants to marry, so (laughs) I guess it's fine. (laughs) Well, I already did it, so since I already married him, I can have his phone number, but I guess no one else can right now. Okay, so it sounds like you love this book. Maybe I do. But it's not the time for endorsements yet. Fine. Tell us about your week, too. So here's what I realized. The best way to use this book to improve my life was to use it on my husband, Brad. He has a 
horrible memory. I mean, it is a serious problem, Kristen. Your issue with names and faces is nothing compared to Brad's issues. It has caused real problems. Listen. Well, usually I think you're just overreacting, but but lately it's got gotten me in like actual trouble. Yeah. Because it's my friend's birthday party. Like guy came in and like said hello to us and like mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was and I was like hey and then he kind of like faded into the background mm-hmm. and then at the end of the night mm-hmm. I go up to the like the birthday girl and I say hey goodbye and she says goodbye and I go are you still dating that guy by the way and she pauses and everything gets really awkward all of a sudden yeah she pulls back and points at that guy that I saw coming earlier and goes yeah. Andy, and you nudge me and go, yeah, Brad, Andy, the guy we had brunch with a week ago, you saw him earlier. And I was like, oh, yeah, hey. Um, I leave being like, how did I not recognize him? And then later it turned out that, that he was kind of like, has she been dating other people? Like, we never said we were exclusive necessarily. And, like, that was a weird sticking point in their relationship. And it's just embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Brad. Yeah. He's like a monster. Is uh, Oh, my. Does he know who I am? I don't know. <laughs> he has known you for many, many years. But if we you ran, ran into each other's him, weddings, we've celebrated yeah. holidays together. If you Does ran Brad into him on the street, I, I don't know. Oh I don't God. know. Ruining one relationship at a time. Yeah. It's caused real problems. Oh, my God. So I decided to pop the question, and I asked him to let me help him with this horrible memory. Oh, God. You're turning him into a project. I know. <laughs> but here's the thing. He said he would love to, and we got to work. So I printed out a picture that was taken at a small family reunion last summer. I asked Brad to tell me who he could currently recognize. And Kristen, out of the 13 people... He could name five. Five isn't that bad. Three of those people were me and my mom and dad. (laughs) People like he should have no problem identifying. So really, he could identify two people. The majority of these people were at our wedding. He doesn't know any of them. He is a mess. So we persevered. And here we are getting to work. What? How would you? What's the word play for the name Katie? Katie. Oh, K-Jewelers. Uh-huh. Um, eating Kate like K Julie's like they ate. I ate there. How I got about, a burger at K Julie's. How about you ate a diamond at K? I ate a diamond <laughs> eating at K Julie's. No, that's great. This is at K Julie's. I ate Katie. a diamond. So yeah, it's Katie. Katie. <laughs> And now look at Katie. What's a distinguishing feature you notice? It's kind of like... I would say... Around her cheeks. Like I could pinch her cheeks. Yeah, she has really good pinchable cheeks. Okay. So then... You need... She looks like she's like... Looks like she just ate a big diamond before... She hasn't swallowed it yet. Oh my gosh. So she has pinchable cheeks that are full, like, of, full diamonds. of diamonds. And you ate a diamond at Kay Jewelers, so yeah. her name is... Kate. Katie. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we did that for all the family members he didn't know. And a few days later, 
I pull out the picture and ask him who he can recognize. So. Oh, good. I'm still rolling. All right. So who is everyone in the picture? That's Jan and Tom. Mm-hmm. That's Shelly, mm-hmm. who's just a boss. Yeah. And that's OJ. I mean, Elaine. <laughs> You're such a dark. <laughs> uh, uh, Bob, Jolenta. Uh, that is Fern. Mm-hmm. Uh, your mom, Suzanne. That's Sally. That's Mark, Noah, Matt. And Pinch Nose Cheeks, Katie. Yeah. Do you feel like that worked? Yeah. It's kind of crazy, but do you think it could help you remember people's names when you first meet them? Because it forces you to hear their name, hear it enough to come up with things that even sound like their name, and look at their face hard enough. And create distinguishing features. Yeah. Like, I I don't think I would see her on the street and be like, look at her cheeks. Like, she's not that exactly no but she has a nice smile and her cheeks look pinchable but like out of that room of people maybe exactly too yeah she's the one with like a fresh face yeah yeah that's totally true he did it yes brad it worked the memory book worked yay memory book i'm so impressed with you i'm sensing some negativity but i'm going to ignore it for now jolenta because i want to remind our listeners that we want to hear from them Hey, listeners, have you lived by the memory book? Are you memorizing this entire podcast right now? Share your story at buythebook at panoply.fm or call us at, what's the number? 505-510-BOOK. Okay, Kristen. Yes. Let's get down to business, please. Did the memory book work? Would you recommend it? So, first and foremost, I think that we have to go back to some terminology from the authors Mm -hmm. that we mentioned very early on in this episode. Original awareness, which is noticing, paying attention, and then making associations. I actually think the book was good at forcing me to do that. It forced me to observe things more closely. It forced me to make associations. But the associations I made were obviously not always what they wanted them to be. And then let's go back to that foreign language section for just a second Oh, here. do let's. That was insane. I cannot <laughs> believe they think that their methods will work to teach you a foreign language. I'm going to paraphrase my friend Kim here. She's familiar with the book, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. She said the system is great for memorizing your Torah portion when you're being bot mitzvahed. In yeah. other words, you can learn the sounds to make for reciting a Hebrew text in front of everyone in your temple, but the sounds will be slightly off and you won't actually know what any of them mean. That sounds about right. What about you, Jolenta? Well, I thought long and hard about this book, obviously. And this is the first book we've done that really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, you were hating on this I thing. hate this book. And, okay, I've decided it does work. Oh, yeah, It works, it works, it works, it works. No. No. I no. I win. It works for what it is, which, in my opinion is a gimmick. Party tricks. Yeah. It's a party You're trick. You're right. Party tricks. It works when you want to regurgitate a list. And like it does work for the names and faces because I think we get so wrapped up in what am I going to say? How do I look when I'm meeting this new person that you literally don't take in the actual human in front of you? 
And I think it works for that truly. But and, otherwise, and hold oh. on here. Don't forget the phone number. Yeah, it worked, but it took me like a fucking year. And like, I don't know if I could tell you Brad's phone number now. I could tell you the crazy story I came up with, but I don't know if I could actually tell you the numbers. Okay. All right. And so I think it works, but there's not much substance. Yes. But I just, I have issues from the beginning with this book. Here's what they say. They say, we like to insist right here that virtually all learning is based on memory. Educators don't like to admit it. But they know it's true. Oh, yeah. That rubbed me the wrong way, too. It's a bold statement. And here's the thing, Kristen. When we first met, and for years, I was an educator. Yes. And I I used to be, too, as you know. Yes. I full-heartedly disagree with that statement. In fact, I think that statement is what is wrong with American education today. Yes. It doesn't teach you to think. It doesn't treat the creative process, the critical thinking, all of that stuff that goes into learning and problem solving right with the utmost importance and to me that's much more important than exactly rote memorization this book is highlighting regurgitation over experiential learning i was also an arts teacher so i like love experiential learning i taught kids theater i don't think they benefited from being able to regurgitate their like shitty little lines we wrote for them but i do think they benefit from learning how to work together as a team to paint their set together to create fun characters together to experience all of these things hands-on and then form their own lessons that they can take away from an actual experience. Yeah. I mean, I do think there's a place for memorizing certain things. I do mm-hmm. think it would be great if everyone in America actually did know the states in the union. That no, would be that terrific. would be probably good. It would be, no, and, and there are a few other things. It would be great if everybody knew the phone number of their partner and a few other people in case there's an emergency and right. they have to make a phone call. I think that there are some things worth memorizing. And I do think the book is useful for that. So I can't completely dismiss the book, but I think there's a very limited scope that the book is Mm -hmm. good for, for those lists, for certain basic bits of information, but not for things that involve a greater level of thinking or problem solving or knowledge and definitely not for foreign languages. So do you recommend the book? Can I like 20% recommend the book and 80% not recommend the book? Yeah. Okay. Wait, what's the 20%? Okay, so first I'm going to picture a two in my head. No, no, and no, no. And the two is what? going to... <laughs> no! I meant what It's going into a lab coat on a boat, and it's going to go on an Shut adventure up! with a raisin. No, just your basic listen. So, right. like I said, it'd be really good if everyone knew the states. Yeah. And it'd be great if people knew some phone numbers. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You want to know my verdict? I know you hate this book. I hate this book. It's everything that's wrong with America, and... I can't wait to forget you, memory book. Oh, wasn't that funny? Everyone get it? See, it's a memory book. I wrote that joke she just... ahead of time. Oh, for that is so <laughs> rich. I guess that's it for this episode of Buy the Book. Our producer is the amazing Cameron Drews. Our managing producer is Mia Lobel. And thanks also to our composer, Nate Wyda and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Please stay in touch. Let us know if you've done the memory book and how it worked or did not work for you. Also, send us any questions or suggestions for future books for us to live by. Our email address is bythebook at panoply.fm. You can also tweet us at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at bythebookpod. And don't forget that phone number of ours. Did you memorize it? Did you memorize it, Jolenta? Of course. It's 505-510-BOOK. Yes. 
And if you could, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts. It helps other people to find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. And don't forget that phone number we have now. Did you memorize it? That's five one. What is the phone number? Oh my God, we both didn't memorize <laughs> oh my God. it. Five oh five. Five oh five. Oh God, that's going in the outtake. All right. Uh.